does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up, more basketball. It's a very, very busy night of high school basketball around our state. Don't forget, sectionals for the girls start on Tuesday. Get out, support, have some fun. Right now, though, time to turn it over to the mister, the master of the scoreboard, the Minister of Information, the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the best. Over the next four minutes, we're going to talk about some high school basketball scores. Plenty of them on the way. We're going to detail your high school, excuse me, college basketball Saturday tomorrow. And we'll also get to the Pacers' big win over the Suns, 133-131. First, though, high school basketball, there are a ton of overtime games to talk about, both on the boys' and girls' side. Let's go through them right now. For the boys, many games requiring double overtime, including a few just getting into the studio. Blue River over Monroe Central, double OT, 68-64 was the final. Also acquiring two overtime periods, Greensburg's win over Lawrenceburg, 46-42. In extra time, a single overtime period, Greenwood, 58, Perry Meridian, 48. Double OT required, Noblesville 57, HSE 50. Single OT, Paoli 57, Cord in Central 53. And in double overtime, West Washington toppled North Harrison 64-61. For the girls' side, two overtime games. That's Homestead over Fort Wayne Northrop 72-71. And Brownsburg beating Zionsville 74-72. Let's check in with that aforementioned college basketball slate for tomorrow it's a big one first at noon notre dame goes against boston college speaking of nd marcus freeman was in the house at ben davis tonight how about that carmel beat ben davis 39 36 freeman was sitting courtside watching mark zachary the stud two-sport athlete for bd notre dame offering him a football scholarship Hence, while Marcus Freeman was there. Illinois State clashes with Evansville tomorrow at 2. Northern Illinois goes against Ball State at 2 o'clock as well. 3 o'clock, two big games tip. Indiana visiting number 10, Illinois, and Villanova facing off with Butler at Hinkle Fieldhouse. 4 o'clock start in Valparaiso against Missouri State. And at 6 o'clock, we talked about it, a sold-out Holman Center. Indiana State battles Bradley. To the Pacers, Pascal Siakam, his best game as a Pacer so far with 31, but also having his best game as a Pacer. Obi Toppin, the game-winning bucket. Here's Mark Boyle on the Pacers radio network. Out to Nimhart, left side Matherin, drives into traffic, back rim no, put back no. Siakam had it, Toppin with it, and he lays it in, right of the goal with the left hand, with three and four tenths seconds to play. Obi top in the game-winning bucket. Indiana did get a stop at the end as well. Devin Booker had 62 points. Kevin Durant added 20. 
but the Pacers hold on. They are 26-20 and 20 on the campaign. Pascal Siakam after the game with Pat Boylan. It's been awesome. I mean, you guys make, make it so much easier than it's supposed to be. Um, so much love. I appreciate it. Every single day I come out here, I just want to give everything that I got for this team. Um, you know, hopefully we'll do something special. In the same interview, Jalen Smith, wedding crasher style, clashed things. He talked about the strategy for the Pacers in the game. Like I said yesterday with Miles, we said get Miles the ball. Today it was Pascal, you know, take the ball, score a bunch of buckets, do what he do, you know. I mean, he's Pascal Siakam. <laughs> he gets buckets, you know, and we pulled away with a win. So good job, Pascal. He's Pascal Siakam. He gets buckets. Put it on a T-shirt right now. I think a lot of people are going to buy that at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. ECHL Hockey, Fort Wayne Comets beat the Kalamazoo Wings 5-2. The Indy Fuel over the Iowa Heartlanders 4-1. That was over at the Coliseum in Indianapolis. Brendan King, Network Indiana. A couple more updates on the way tonight. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you're with us. Do want to thank everyone for joining us, for joining Greg Rakestraw and me uh, on Sunday for the pairing show. Uh, it was uh, it was fun, um, and it's um, it's always an honor to be asked. I thought Greg was tremendous. Um, it's it's kind of fun to be there and watch him do that live. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to him do it live. Um, as I mentioned at the end of the broadcast, he's a, he's a national treasure. He's a, certainly a Hoosier treasure, for heaven's sakes. And so um, it's fun. Now, the fun part starts uh, on Tuesday around the state. So I encourage you, get out, watch the basketball, have as much fun as you can. As we mentioned with the commissioner sportsmanship is always important so behave yourselves cheer for your team be positive uh, this is uh, about kids it's supposed to be about them and make it that way and as adults try not to make it about you if you can so support your your teams and your community be out there spend the money buy the ticket uh, have a great time and then join us on the show and we'll talk about as many games as as we can so that's coming up uh tuesday it opens up there should be some games on wednesday and then obviously some of the finals on friday championships on saturday i think you all know the drill and uh, as we mentioned numerous times on the broadcast um the balance or parity or whatever terms you'd like to use clearly are there i don't think it's cliched there are a lot of really, really good basketball teams and a whole lot of tremendously talented young ladies. And uh, they are. that's why this is going to be so much fun. And, um, again, we encourage you to get out and have as much fun as you possibly can. And also, as part of our network, if you're out there and if you can't go – and listen to a great number of these same stations around our state who are there in your communities uh, providing you this uh, much-needed service so you can uh, listen along. And if you're not able to be there in person, I encourage you to do that and have some fun and, uh, and support those local stations as much as you possibly can. All right, Brendan King, tell me what's going on. How many overtime games did, were you talking about? 
Well, a lot. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do a live count. This is bad radio. One, two, three, four, five, oh, six. They have me as a host, so they're they listen. They're used to bad radio because I'm hosting the show. <laughs> six on the boys' <laughs> side, two on the girls' side, coach. Okay. Listen, you know, uh, overtime games. <laughs> I was I was I was in a bunch of them uh, during my coaching days, um, and it's. Um, they're they're fun. They really are. They're nerve wracking. That's for sure. But but they are, in fact, fun. If you win, they're always fun. I remember my nineteen eighty team at Franklin. In seventy nine eighty team in Franklin, we opened up our season at Milliken in Illinois. Yeah, with a triple overtime win. I know Milliken. Yeah, triple OT for the W. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, a foreboding of what would in, in, in end up being uh, one of the most successful teams in the history of the school. Um, semifinals, we made it to the uh, Sweet 16 of the NAI National Tournament, broke a record for wins, uh, ranked highest ranking ever. We were 15th in the nation. We were pretty good. We were, you know, and and that game helped us. There's no question. We were with a group of guys. Um, uh, with a group of guys that knew how to play and understood how to how to play, I didn't have to coach them much. I just had to tell them when the bus left and what color uniform we're wearing, that kind of stuff. So that's uh, just reminiscing. Sorry to bore everyone. All right, no. so tell me overtime W's. Yeah, well, I was actually going to comment on that, coach, and this you know this definitely applies to high school ball as well. How many times does a win like that, and you know this well, how many times does a win like that really almost define a team? And I realize that was a special team that you're discussing, but a gut right. check game, which can go either way, it's a toss-up, you find a way to win it. You know, how much can that define a season? I think we've seen that quite a bit over the years, really, regardless of sport, extra innings baseball, overtime basketball, whatever. Right. I mean, if you can right. survive something like that and outlast a team in that fashion, you know that could, that could spark you on a pretty good run. Yeah, I've always thought that it, you know, while you're in the moment, it's hard to understand. That then, when you have a chance, uh, you have some distance between it, uh, you can figure out uh, what it's about. But at, at the time it's going on, I take that back. This was my this was my first team at at Franklin College that had this triple overtime win, and and um, you know, I was, I was 26 years old, so I was I was just thrilled to be there. All right, coming up, we're going to talk more high school basketball. Scoreboard update coming up with the man himself, Brendan King. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's go through some high school basketball scores. We'll begin with Hammond Morton's victory, blasting Hobart in 75-45. Hammond Knoll crushed Wheeler 92-30. Same case for Hauser, no issue with South Decatur, 77-51. It was Heritage Hills breezing past Evansville Modern Day. That's a final of 75-60. Elsewhere, Ileana Christian 58, Victory Christian 52. It was Indianapolis Lutheran squeezing past Beach Grove by a penny, 54-53. Irvington Prep blew out Purdue Poly, 82-51. It was Kankakee Valley over Highland, 64-43. Lakeland defeated Garrett, 60-55. 
Edgewood over West Vigo, 48-39. It was Edinburgh, 72, Morristown, 54. We take a trip down to Evansville, where Bossy blew out South Knox, 74-52. Evansville Christian defeated Gibson Southern, 60-53. Evansville Harrison, the win over Vincennes Lincoln, 63-54. It was Evansville Memorial, the W, over Princeton, 51-48. And Evansville Wrights by a pair over Evansville Christian, 58-56. Up to the 2-6-0 now. Fort Wayne North, 46. Fort Wayne Concordia, 40. It was Fort Wayne Snyder, just skipping past Carroll, Fort Wayne, 73-69. Fort Wayne South in a defensive battle defeated Dwanger, 38-35. Fort Wayne Wayne by a triple over Lures, 68-65. And Fountain Central beat Faith Christian, 69-62. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Fountain Central tonight, 59-52 winners over Faith Christian. Fountain Central's Greg Dean joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on a win tonight. Thanks, Coach. It was a, it was a much-needed win for the Mustangs tonight. Well, you know what? It's a long year. You understand that January is not a particularly hospitable year for teams, uh, and it, it is good to get a win. They're so they're hard to come by. I don't have to tell you, but they're hard to come by. And this was an important win for you and your guys. Yeah, you know, January can be rough. It's kind of kind of the dog days of winter a little bit, and um, you know, we kind of we've been hit by the the illness bug, the injury bug. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we just we're trying to get over that hump, and um, the second half for us tonight was big in in doing that. Uh, the first half, on the other hand, was kind of the opposite. We we gave up eight three point shots to Faith Christian. They shot it really well. Um, we turned the ball over too much. We gave up 44 points in the first half, uh, and we made it difficult on ourselves. Second half, you know, we kind of flipped the script a little bit. Um, held them to 18 points in the half, three points in the fourth quarter. My guys mm-hmm. uh, took care of the basketball, only turned it over five times the rest of the way after turning it over 10 in the first half. Um, and we were led by my, my 6'5 forward, Ike Gaylor, had 27 points. Uh, he was 11 for 18 from the field and, and just really um, was very efficient tonight offensively. He's a solid kid. You, you need that kind of play too, and you know he's. Uh, that's what leaders do, and, and picks you up. So, are are you up uh, uh, in, in a situation where you felt comfortable with what you guys were doing? And I know, as you mentioned, you've struggled a little bit because of injuries and illness and those things. So, you know, you, you've got you guys mentally seem to be in a great frame of mind for this game. Yeah, you know, I think we're, we're battling back, getting to that point. I think that our frame of mind is getting better. We played a, a really good uh, Clinton Prairie team last week and, you know, played them close, down four with mm-hmm. a minute to play, mm-hmm. you know, and then you got to foul a little bit. But we played them, played them tight, and they're a very good basketball team. Um, so we knew going forward that we were, we were on the right track, doing some good things. Um, and tonight was one of those that you guys were talking about games that can kind of propel you going forward just a few right, minutes ago. Right. And I think this is kind of one of those games, and I think it's got the potential to do that for us. Um, you know, we were down as much as 18 in the first half. We started the second half really well, and then we let them make a little run, and they kicked it back up to 15 points. 
so late in the third quarter, we're down 15, and we really had to battle, and my kids were wow. pretty resilient, and they got a lot of stops, and they converted into buckets, so uh, proud of the way they competed. We had four guys in double figures. Anytime we can do that and be that balanced, I think we're going to be successful. Yeah, and you got a big matchup with Benton Central tomorrow night. Absolutely. They're, uh, they're a very good basketball team. Uh, the Winchester kid can, can score from multiple levels on the floor. Um, the big kid, um, he's a load down, down on the block. He's about 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, so, um, you know, we've got our, our hands full. We're going to have to find ways to guard them. Um, fortunately, they come to our place. And um, I think if we guard the way we guard in the second half, we'll have an opportunity to be successful. Um, but we can't give up the three-point shot like we did in the first half tonight, I'll tell you that. Fountain Central tonight, 69-52 winners over Faith Christian taking on Benton Central tomorrow. Greg Dean, thanks so much for the call, Greg. Give your dad my best, and best of luck to you and your guys tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. I'll tell him hello for you. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. West Washington, 64-61 winners over North Harrison tonight. David, thanks so much for the call. This seems like a pretty good ball game tonight. Yeah, it was hard fought all the way. And uh, these two teams hadn't met for a couple of years, and they got back together tonight down in Ramsey. And for West Washington, it was their first win at North Harrison since 1998. So they snapped an 11-game losing streak down there tonight. And on North Harrison's homecoming night, a night where the Cougars we're celebrating that, and obviously, I know you like to ask about the homecoming queen, so I have that right, right. in front of me. Grace Wynn Burks, who is a manager on the girls' basketball team, was the homecoming queen tonight for the uh, game there. So the Cougars end up uh, end up having to come from behind, trailed by 11 going into the fourth quarter, sent it into overtime, and it was just tooth and nail competition all the way through until the end, and West Washington just found a way to get it done tonight. I, I ask because I ask about Queen uh, Homecoming Queen because <laughs> you know I'm a I'm a father uh, a proud father uh, of a daughter who uh, Steph was uh, Homecoming Queen prom queen at Franklin Community and I understand the joy here's how bad it was my you know, their prom uh, was at uh, at the Indiana Roof you know downtown Indianapolis right. And so my mm-hmm. wife and I, cra- we crashed the prom. Seriously. Crashed the prom. Because we kind of, you know, she's up for queen. And so we, we're we there. We're, 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 we're hiding, right? I mean, it's, I know, we know our way around the joint. And so we go, we watch. We just, so you know, here we are. It's a, it's, a, it's a proud moment for the family. It's an unbelievable thrill. And then, you know, she was, you know, the, the next year was was homecoming queen. So I know I know I know how proud the family is and what I what a big deal it is. And so, hey, if I, you know how the, I am on this show. If I can get the more names people hear, the more times their children are, are, are recognized on the show, the better off we all are. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. OK, so congratulations to her. But uh, so you got a one possession game. Tell me how this thing unfolds. Oh, man. So, like I mentioned, North Harrison was down 11 going into the fourth, and they had given up an offensive rebound basket off a missed free throw, so they had no momentum going into the fourth quarter. West Washington had everything on their side. But, I mean, Coach, this Cougar team, I've talked about them throughout the season. They're a young team. They're trying to get something going under Ross Schultz, their head coach in year one. And 
They're just trying to piece things together, and they are improving, and it showed tonight. They really did a good job battling back in this mm-hmm. one in the basketball sense. And I mean, they started pressing West Washington, forcing them to turn it over. That led to some easier baskets on the other end, and the Cougars were able to get some timely baskets and some timely turnovers, too. West Washington only turned it over four times in the first half. They ended up with 18 turnovers between the second half and the two overtime periods. So that got them back into it. They made a big Mm -hmm. shot late to tie it up. And then they got to the first overtime, and West Washington kind of took control again. The North Harrison was able to reel them back in. Got another basket to send it into a second overtime. Caleb Boyles, the senior guard for North Harrison, got a drive to the lane, got a floater that went straight up and straight through the rim to send it Mm. into the second overtime. And then North Harrison made the first three. Caden Hain, the sophomore, made it from the corner and put him up three. And it looked like the Cougars were going to be able to maybe pull away, but unfortunately they were not able to do that. West Washington came back and and got the lead and then made their free throws down the stretch. That ended up being the biggest difference. North Harrison 11 of 20 at the line, and the Senators were 15 of 19. So that's what it really came down to, but it was a really entertaining game. Everybody got the price of admission tonight and then some. And uh, so this this matchup really proved to be a good one tonight between two young teams with first-year head coaches leading them. I think that's spectacular. Having been a first-year head coach a few years ago, uh, I understand. And, and I think that's fun. All right, so walk me through uh, the games you're covering next week for the tournament. Uh, well, next week for the girls, we're going to be at Charlestown Tuesday. We've got a doubleheader, Corridan Central plays Charlestown in game one that night at 6 o'clock. And then the second game, we're going to turn right around and cover Madison and North Harrison after that. We just saw Madison and North Harrison Tuesday. The Lady Cubs won that one uh, 47-37 over North Harrison. So we got that next week. Of course, we got the North Harrison boys before that tomorrow night at Madison. And then we go down to Charlestown for sectional 30 next week. So we're excited about that. Should be a a fun tournament. The Lady Panthers just got a big win at Crawford County last night and looks Mm -hmm. like they're playing well going in. And the Lady Cats got a big win at home against Brownstown last night. So both teams have a win going into the postseason and have a little bit of momentum going into the sectional down there at Charlestown in what should be a competitive field. David Deaton from WKLO. Can't do it without him. Tonight, West Washington in double overtime beats North Harrison 64-61. David, thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. All right. Talk to you then, Coach. Thanks. Thank you. Coming up, scoreboard update with Brendan King and then more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. One more round of high school basketball scores before we tell you what's coming up on your sports Saturday. That at 11.45. we got to tell you about all the overtime games we saw tonight. There were a bunch of them, beginning with Blue River's double overtime victory over Monroe Central, final 68-64. Also, double OT required Greensburg topping Lawrenceburg, 46-42. It was Greenwood by 10 over Perry Meridian in a single overtime period. Final score was 58-48. Double OT, Noblesville outlasted HSE, 57-50. Single overtime period, Paoli held on against Corden Central, 57-53. Double OT, West Washington, 64. North Harrison, 
61. Checking in with some other scores, it was Covenant Christian beating Ron Colley 55-51. Covington beat North Vermillion 62-58. It was Crown Point having no issue with Laporte 60-42. Batesville 67, North Decatur 46 tonight. Bar Reeve had no issue with Shoals beating them 61-37. Austin 81, Salem 67 tonight. We move to Homestead's win over Fort Wayne Northrop, 58-39. That is a sweep for Homestead because the girls in double OT took down Northrop, 72-71. So a good night for Homestead up near the 2-6-0. It was Jasper topping Northeast Dubois, 63-47. Jimtown, 53. Elkhart, 45. It was Mount Vernon, Fortville over Connorsville, 61-32. And New Palestine defeated Yorktown, 66-58. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Seymour beats Floyd Central tonight, 49-28. Kirk Manns joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on a solid win tonight. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing uh, great, but uh, I'm wondering why I'm talking to you about a game that wasn't an overtime. So uh, you have to be excited about not having to go overtime in a game tonight. Uh, It was nice. Uh, We we, we played really hard and played well. Uh, Got a lot of of basketball out of a lot of guys tonight. Uh, uh, Brady Hartblett is scoring tonight with 22 points, and Jalen Johnson had 16, and uh, Michael Brooks did a nice job handling the ball tonight and, and getting it where it needed to be. But uh, Brett, uh, Brett Perry did a really great job tonight defensively. Um, you know, uh, Floyd Central had some kids that were were long and good scores, and uh, but we had a very good defensive effort led by Brett Perry tonight. Well, I would say it was a great defensive effort because, uh, you know, what your kids were locked in. And you just like to see that, especially in January. We we all know how it's a long month and it's hard. And, uh, you know, you're out of the holidays. You're back into the routine. But to be that focused and be that determined defensively has to make you feel good. Yeah, it makes it does make you feel good. It's it's uh, it gets along and uh, you know that it's 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 a grind and uh so tonight was a conference win for us tonight, and uh, um, you know, actually, it was the the, the first uh, conference uh, we 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 can we can tie, and that's the worst we can do right now for the conference championship, and that's the first in school history. Well, congratulations. I mean, when you sat down, you know, over the summer, I'm sure goals that you you went through with your team winning the conference was uh, one of them, and that's that in that conference, that's not an easy thing to accomplish. No, it isn't. We've got a lot of really good teams and got a really good players in this league. And but uh, we do. We just want to be the best we can be. And we've been fortunate. Uh, we've had uh, a lot of breaks go our way. We've won a lot of overtime games this year. We've had uh, um, you know just a lot of good fortune. We made some timely shots and made some timely stops. Mm-hmm. And we've got a group of guys that really enjoy being together and playing together. And so it, it's been a really good year up to this point. And we've got about a month to go. Who's up? To, who's up? Ne- who's up next? We've got Madison next week, and uh, our schedule lightens up a little bit. We've got five games left, is all right now, and so uh, it, it's good for us. We can get a little rest, hopefully, and and get a little better, and uh, figure out some ways uh, as we head into the sectional. Um, sectional. Our sectional's tough, you know. It's uh, it's, it's Jeffersonville, mm-hmm. New Albany, mm-hmm. Floyd, and 
in uh, Bedford and uh, and uh, and uh, Jennings County. So uh, hopefully we can keep getting better. Seymour, 49-28 winners over Floyd Central tonight. Kirk Manns, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next time. Good talking to you, Coach. Thank you. Thanks so much. Pacers win. Very impressive win tonight. 133-131 win over Phoenix from the Indiana Pacers and Bally Sports. Jeremiah Johnson. Fun game, Jeremiah. And I, I I don't get jealous of very many people. I'm jealous of you and Chris and Quinn and everybody because you've got the greatest gigs going on in the entirety of sports right now. Yeah, don't tell anybody, right? I don't want to uh, have oh. to uh, oh. let anyone know. But, yeah, I actually oh, tell man. anyone that won't. I'll tell anyone that will listen that um, if there was no paycheck, I would I would still do what I do, and it's just a blessing that there is one as well. But the way this team continues to fight and uh, you know battle through resiliency that they show uh, tonight's game was I mean I, I invite you if you have any opportunity to find the replay and just tune into the second half, tune into any part of it. But Devin Booker was playing some of the best offensive basketball you'll ever see. And he had right, 62 right. points, and you still were able to withstand all that. It's almost like a heavyweight fight where you get knocked down, but you don't even get to the five count. I mean, you pretty much are up at one or two or three. <laughs> and, right. and some charges that they were taking, they had 21 offensive rebounds. So uh, defensively, obviously, it's a challenge against a team like Phoenix, but they matched them shot for shot. They continued to chip away, and then they got their first lead since the first quarter with three seconds left. So it was just a thrilling night at Gambridge Fieldhouse on short rest without Tyrese Halliburton. It, it was just an impressive night. You know what? They've played uh, admirably in the absence of Halliburton. We all, we understand how important he is to what they're doing, but guys have stepped up, uh, and it's been different guys, it seems, every night. Yeah, this is a night where Pascal Siakam does change things a little bit and what I think the ceiling of this team is. And when you don't have Tyrese Halliburton, to have another guy who's been an all-star, he's been an all-NBA type of player. And I think tonight he had 31 points and did it in an efficient manner. So it does help without Halliburton to have a guy like Siakam. But when you mentioned everybody else contributing, you had three other guys with at least 20 points. Andrew Nemhard. Yeah attack mismatches, hit some big clutch shots late. He's the guy that is taking those point guard minutes when Halliburton is not in. And then Aaron Neesmith, I mean, he is one of the most underrated players in the entire league because of how much effort he brings on both ends. He had over 20 points. And then Obi Toppin got moved out of the starting lineup late right after Christmas and has continued to come in off the bench and play well. And this was one of those weird games where Phoenix wasn't really using a true center so Miles Turner didn't play like he normally would. But Obi Toppin and Pascal Siakam, they were the bigs on the court. And he crashes the glass and gets a put back with three seconds left. That was the difference in the game. And so to have four guys with at least 20 points, Siakam leading the way, and to get a stop against the guy that had 62 to win it, it was mm-hmm. a, no one wanted to go home tonight. <laughs> I don't blame him. I, I don't think I would. Uh, I wouldn't want to do it myself. All right, so what's uh, what's coming up? They've got uh, tomorrow off, and then the, uh, they have, what is it, the Grizzlies? Yep, an afternoon game on Sunday. So we've seen some great, great crowds all season long, but some of these afternoon games, whether it's 5 o'clock, this one's a 3.30 tip, we see so many youngsters come to the games, and I think that's been a right, great thing right. with this young team is that you're getting a lot of the young fans 
that are really falling in love with the NBA and falling in love with this Pacers team. And so those afternoon tips are really beneficial to the youngsters. I can remember being in those kids' shoes, going to Market Square Arena for a Sunday afternoon (laughs) game. And Memphis isn't the team you expected when the season started. They've got a lot of injuries. But I don't know that it matters. You're just coming to watch the Pacers play. You're coming to enjoy Gamebridge Fieldhouse and just soak up the excitement. So that'll be the end of the four-game homestand and then a challenging week ahead with a game at Boston on Tuesday and then at the Knicks on Thursday. But the the January schedule's been really challenging, and they're at this point, Mm -hmm. they're at uh, 10 and 5, or let's see, they've got their ninth win, six losses. So they've guaranteed themselves a winning record in the month of January, which uh, considering the injuries, considering two games right. against Milwaukee, two games against Boston, two games against Phoenix, two games against Denver. It's been the most challenging month, I think, that I've seen since I've been working in this job. And right. to guarantee right. themselves a winning record without Halliburton a big chunk, that's that's a win to me. Pacers, 133-131 winners over Phoenix tonight. Jeremiah Johnson, thanks for squeezing us in. Drive safely, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Happy to be happy to do so. Happy to be on your show, and I love listening to all the the coaches call in and talk high school basketball as well. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremiah. I appreciate it. Jeremiah Johnson from the Pacers. Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine joins me. Kip, thanks so much for the call. How are you tonight? Great night. But uh, how about this this week for Hoosier Basketball Magazine? You got the Ooh, city right. City championship with uh, Ron Rutland from uh, Attics on the front cover with a win over Cathedral. I was there for that. And then uh, Wednesday night, Indian Creek had a girls game. So Faith uh, Wiseman, who's headed to Indiana University, she's featured on the front cover of the Hoosier Basketball Magazine on Wednesday and making the trip to Carroll, Flora for Allie Harness, who's also featured on the front cover of the Hoosier Basketball Magazine. And then tonight... Uh, Westfield is where I was at with uh, Avon at Westfield, and uh, that's got Trey Buchanan uh, featured on the front cover. And then tomorrow I'm going to mm-hmm. try and hit Bedford with Chloe Spring. So that's like uh, five or six cover people in six <laughs> days. So that's a, a stretch right. for sure. Hey, you, you know that music means I have to rudely interrupt you. Hang on here through this scoreboard update, and we'll come back and talk more about uh, basketball, okay? Sounds great. Thank you. Perfect. Kip Westner and I'll come back after this scoreboard update with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Time to wrap it up. We'll tell you what's coming up on your sports Saturday tomorrow. College hoops, noon start, South Bend, Notre Dame, and Boston College. That's at Purcell Pavilion. That starts your day. Then at 2 o'clock down in Evansville, David Raglan's crew hosts Illinois State. couple of Butler assistants, Ryan Peden and David Raglan, at the helm of those two programs. Michael Lewis's Ball State Cardinals have Northern Illinois at 2. Indiana travels to number 10, Illinois at 3. Speaking of the Butler Bulldogs, Dogs host Big East rival Villanova at 3 o'clock, Hinkle Fieldhouse. Missouri State's at Valparaiso 
at 4. Bradley takes on Indiana State at the Holman Center at 6. How about the Pacers beating the Suns tonight, 133-131. Sirs will host the Grizzlies now on Sunday afternoon, but 31 points for Pascal Siakam. He gets better by the day, seemingly, and he says he feels comfortable with Pat Boylan after the game on the Pacers radio network. It's been awesome. I mean, you guys make, make it so much easier than it's supposed to be. Um, so much love. I appreciate it. Every single day I come out here, I just want to give everything that I got for this team. You know, hopefully we'll do something special. Pacers survived 62 points from Devin Booker. And after the game, that same post game, Jalen Smith crashed the interview, wedding crasher style with Pat and Pascal. Like I said yesterday with Miles, we said get Miles the ball. Today it was Pascal, you know, take the ball, score a bunch of buckets, do what he do, you know. I mean, he's Pascal Siakam. <laughs> he gets buckets, you know, and we pulled away with a win. So good job, Pascal. I'm telling you, he's Pascal Siakam. He gets buckets. Put it on a T-shirt. ECHL hockey tomorrow. Indy Fuel host Iowa at 7. Cincinnati Cyclones go against the Fort Wayne Comets at 735. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine rejoins us. The magazine, I'm looking at a copy of the magazine. Thank you very much, by the way. It's fantastic. I love the cover. I just uh, Can I tell you how much I love the cover? It's great. I want to hear, uh, yes. Tell me. No, I mean, I, number one, it's it's uh, it's different. Um, you haven't done it before. Uh, I, I, I like it. Um, you cover, you know, you've got girls basketball, boys basketball, college basketball. You, you know, you, 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 you're obviously touching on all the things that you cover in the magazine, but I think it's great. Uh, I, I'm, as you know, I'm a huge fan of the magazine. I always have been for 54 years. I've been a big fan. Um, and I think, um, you know, it's just one of those things that's uniquely Hoosier. Uh, and congratulations, as always, on another outstanding effort. I know how much – I understand how much time and effort uh, you put into it. And so thank you on behalf of the basketball community in our state for doing this spectacular work. Well, thank you. Uh, you're referring to the Champions cover, which if anybody's listening is the yeah, cover. Yeah. The, uh, the red traditional cover, you can see a copy of that on the John Harrell website front and center, which is good, and it'll tell you how you can order a copy of either but I do want to mention about on page 10 because it talks a little bit about the champion okay, I'm going. cover and uh, yeah. the, the style from the 1975-76 cover, which I think we talked about a few weeks ago, which was a beautiful yeah, we yellow, yeah. a beautiful yellow oh. cover that Gary came up <laughs> That's with. not what I would consider but, it, but okay. But it's got, <laughs> it's got those uh, three action shots uh, similar to the layout that's on the blue uh, Champions cover and the old school font, which uh, is, is really catching. So I appreciate the feedback on the, the blue Champions cover. There will probably not be two covers next year. But with uh, Jack Benner and Floyd Badunga and Chloe Spring and KJ Wyndham and Faith right. Wiseman and Jordan Poole, you know, those uh, caliber of players, and especially where they're going to college next year, it just seemed like a good opportunity to kind of recognize our state and uh, the history of Hoosier Basketball Magazine. So. Um, I'm I'm really satisfied and happy with the way the publication turned be. out. Yeah. 
Um, you should be. Uh, it does take a lot of time and effort and energy. It's it's the only job I've ever had, Bob. It's the only job I've ever known. In fact, I've never even really went on a job interview. In fact, I right. think I've told told you this before. I got my contract written on the back of a program at the Indiana Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame tournament when uh, I just graduated in December, and Gary was there after Christmas and said, "Well, here's what." Here's what I can do, and just put it down. And I said okay, and that was in 1991, going into 1992. So uh, a labor of love, as Gary would say. But right. uh, about about tonight's games, I want to mention just real quickly. Sure. Here, we were as far Please north. Do. We were as far north as Lake Central. Tony Velasquez was at the Chesterton upset. I guess maybe it's with Doolin Conference. It's hard to have too many upsets over right, uh, Lake right. Central. I know Lake Central's only had one. I think we've lost their last two, maybe to Portage and uh, Chesterton back-to-back. But, boy, they've really got a good team. And then as far south as Gibson Southern with Evansville Christian. So, literally from north to south. And we were also at the uh, Kiernan Center in Richmond. Uh, new guy Bob Zimmerman mm-hmm. uh Harrison versus Richmond, and we were at the Kokomo Memorial Gym. So uh, really covered the state uh, a lot tonight, which I'm happy about, and then a full go-round tomorrow as well. Uh, So there's opportunities to get the magazine at games, and then uh, you can also go to HoosierBasketballMagazine.com or call or text 317-925-8200. But uh, it's always good to be on with you. I'll call you tomorrow with my breakdown of uh, okay. girls', girls sectionals, maybe. Kip Westner, be safe. Thanks so much for the call. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Bye, Bob. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven the number two, savelives.org. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. There are no age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. And there are more than 1,000 Hoosiers who are waiting for life-saving organ transplants. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Their very important website is driven, the number two, savelives.org. Brendan King, how would we do tonight? feel like we did pretty good coach covered all the bases you could right i mean got some college got some high school got some pacers that's a good night i think uh well i think the the best part of the night are the scores um and that's why uh, when i say star of the show you're the star of the show I mean, I, I know I've done this for 30 years. I, I don't need to be reminded of that. But in that entire time, I've always taken the position that they don't, they don't tune in to listen to me. They tune in to listen to the scores. And that's exactly what they, and that's why the, that's how the show got started. That's why it got started. And thank goodness is still uh, key to what we do on Friday and Saturday nights. Coach, too kind. You know, I always love it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been quite the fraternity of scoreboard guys. I mean, 
you know, Jeremiah yeah. Johnson calling in tonight. I know he did some scores. I mean, Matt Taylor did some scores. So, um, and, you know, obviously a multitude of other talented guys as well. So Yeah, the voice cool. of the Timberwolves. You know, yeah, Michael, the Grady, Minnesota. Michael Grady. Michael Grady sat in that chair for nine years. Um, there have been some, you know, Jeremiah has done it. Uh, you know, you, uh, Michael. Um, we've had a bunch, a bunch of people. Matt Taylor has done it, as you mentioned. Um, it's kind of interesting uh, to see the pin. I know Jeremiah tells the story when he was you know, growing up at Peru High School, his football co- or his basketball coach, you know, you know, talking about winning a game because if they win, you know, he's going to call the show. He, <laughs> <laughs> my hand to God, he said. So they win the game, they go to the coach's house. Everybody goes over to the coach's house to, to hear the interview. He said, "There, you know, in their basement, listen to the radio while coach is on on the show." And I mean, you know, I hear. I mean, they, people give me these stories, and they're, you know, it's it's really cool. Uh, but you know, my approach to it is, listen, uh, I'm just trying to do a radio show. I'm trying to have fun and I love basketball and I love football. So how much better does it get? All right. Run through one more time. I have an actual Saturday off in terms of afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any, I don't have anywhere to be. So, uh, other than in front of a, a television somewhere, uh, at the Palace here in Franklin. So who am I watching tomorrow? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I wanted to do, say one thing. Craziest thing I'll, I'll say tonight, Coach. My time with you, I'm in the middle of year six, which is pretty crazy to say. And I've, I've enjoyed every step. It, I've enjoyed every step. Serious? Quickly, Boston College at Notre Dame, Illinois State at Evansville, Northern Illinois, Ball State, Indiana, Illinois, right. Villanova, Butler, Missouri State, Valpo, Bradley, Indiana State. Take us home, Coach. You're the best. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to us. This is the History Making Legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.